Warning, the following podcast is a shit show, and the individuals you are about to meet are idiots. Their opinions, anecdotes, and advice contain zero nutritional value. This is the critical human condition and all of its strangeness. This is life, according to an idiot. What I do the most often is I daydream a lot. If I'm not, like, actively doing something, I'm probably daydreaming. Yeah. I'll do, like, arguments in my head or, like, situations, and my expressions will be acting out how I'm, like, doing it in my daydream. <laughs> or sometimes I catch people looking at me, and I'll be like, oh, it's because I just made a weird face because I thought a thought <laughs> that made me make that face. Mm-hmm. Or have you ever, like, said a thought in your head and realized that you're moving your tongue to say the words you were yeah. thinking? And you're like, am I a fucking Neanderthal? <laughs> Like, when I'm alone in my car, it's great because I can, like, be crazy and nobody cares. I will straight up just talk out loud at <laughs> full volume. I'll be like, you know what? I haven't yelled at the top of my lungs in, like, a year. Let's try that out. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, and welcome to a nice haunted episode number 13 of Ooh, According to an Idiot. That's bad luck. I am the main host, the host with the most, Kaylee. Yep, yep. It's Lee. It's Lee for you. It's Lee. Good old Lee. Here I am. I am the other main host, possibly the mainer host, if that's Ooh, possible. I don't, this mainer sounds gross, so you can have that. Uh, Jeremy. That's my name. Ooh. Don't wear it out. So let's jump into this. All right. So um, Jeremy. Yeah. What the fuck we, do you want? We got a question. We got a question. Yeah. By Bobby. Was it Bobby? Hell yeah. It was Bobby. Yeah. Bobby sent in. Um, not necessarily a question, but he wanted us to talk about... He had a series of demands. He had a series of demands, and we are going to meet them because nobody else sent us questions. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. The first of Bobby's requests was to talk about the fourth state of water, which is called tunneling. If you guys are not already aware, there are three states of water that are most commonly known. There is a solid, liquid, and gas form of water. I've made all three today. Gross. <laughs> water is made up of H2O, which is an oxygen and two hydrogens. Basically, what differentiates between the three states of water is how compact the uh, molecules are against each other. So, and Solid is super tight. Yes. Liquid is a little bit looser, flowing around, and gas, they're flying all over the place. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Woo, you got it. Biology class. Wow. That's chemistry, but yes. Well, we went over it briefly. <laughs> yes. In addition to these three states, scientists now found a fourth state of water, which uh, occurs in a mineral called barrel. Essentially what happens is one molecule of water, uh, an oxygen and two hydrogens, will get trapped. In, in a barrel. Inside the barrel. <laughs> inside the um, mineral barrel, which is six-sided. I don't know if you care about that, but you heard it anyway. <laughs> oh, wait, well, hold on, hold on. And, um, how, how is a <laughs> quick uh, little jumping in for yeah. us common folk? How is a mineral have six sides? How is a mineral have six it sides? It does. It just does. Like, is it in crystal form? Yeah, that's how it's made. It's like, just... I'm thinking like a like a dice. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you got you got a dice of mineral barrel, and then you got water, which looks like Mickey, Mickey's head. We're getting too advanced here. 
<laughs> I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but it looks like barrel, so that's how I'm going to say it. But mineral barrel... Uh, or barrel. Makes, Let's get fancy, call it barrel. Barrel makes up the basis of your gems, aquamarine, and emerald. Essentially what happens with tunneling is one water molecule is trapped inside the uh, dye of barrel, and it becomes super, super tight inside. So the water molecule essentially... This is weird to explain. Mm -hmm. The electrons that are on the molecule of water essentially become delocalized so that the electrons become like a spread instead of being attached to specific spots. Like if you got a pancake, right? Uh You got chocolate chips in specific spots, you know, like that chocolate chip is only going to be in that spot. built into it. That's usually how electrons work. They, they're the chocolate chips that stick into one specific spot. But in certain molecules like benzene, the electrons become delocalized and they're not in one particular spot at any point in time. They're in all the spots at all the points in time. So it's like a peanut butter spread over your pancake. Right. And that's all your electrons. That's wild. It's like, hey, there's peanut butter. But if I go over in the other side of the pancake and poke my finger in, it's still peanut butter. Wow. So you're potentially just looking at a big flop of peanut butter. Yeah. So how do we know there's even a pancake under there? You do. Is it inside the pancake as well? As it well is. As on it's top all of it? over. It's... So then where's the pancake? The pancake yeah. doesn't exist. You took the wrong pill. Goodbye, Morpheus. <laughs> um, See ya. Yeah. So basically, the tunneling is the electrons are all over the place. They can jump from outside to inside to above to below to one end to the other end. Sounds like chaos. And that's what it is. That's what tunneling is. They compared it to a hill and a ball. If you had a hill, put a ball on the top and you rolled it down, but you took the same energy it took to roll the ball down to roll it back up, it would go back to the same spot, right? Whatever you say. If the ball is the water molecule, basically the ball could be under the hill, above the hill, one side of the hill and the other side of the hill, but all like at any point in time. Ball is God. Ball is God. Praise be ball. Bitch. I would drop the mic, but it is connected to the table. Do you know what tunneling is now? Yeah. Are you I, intrigued? I, I could explain it to somebody. I couldn't explain it to somebody. I could be like, well, see, think of a pancake. <laughs> now think of a ball. Now, right. picture, now picture a ball covered in peanut butter. Yes. And you're trying to get up the hill, but you keep but on slipping on the chocolate chips are the electrons. Yeah. And the peanut butter is the universe. And the hill is physics. And the ball is God. So basically, we got it. Yeah. Like the ball, that's your classic physics. But when you go down to a molecular level, it operates by a whole different, you know, whatever you want to call it. Oh, whole, I know. A whole different chapter of the book, right? It's quantum You don't need to physics. explain molecular physics to me. Or quantum. Quantum? I, quantum. Quantum. Quantum physics is just physics, but smaller. That's that's a statement. Sounds pretty easy. So much for scientists being smart. Yeah. Sorry, scientists. Sorry, scientists. Sounds like you got a really easy job. Quantum physicist, more like quantum bitchesist. That's good. That's good. (laughs) Really put them in their place. Yeah. Find a new job. Neil deGrasse Tyson, more like Neil deAss Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) Your dog's name is Tyson, so (laughs) it's really conflicting for me. Neil the ass Tyson. Neil and show me your ass, Tyson. (laughs) God, I'm the best at improv. So what was the um So the second second um, request? Second uh Bobby's second demand was a suitcase full of twelve thousand dollars on marked bills. 
couldn't give that to him. So instead, we're no. going to talk about the hollow earth theory. <laughs> well, okay. So he didn't specifically ask for the hollow earth theory. He did. Jeremy's just bad at interpretation. He not an interpretive dance. Poorly on the comprehensive portion of his test scores. Mm-hmm. Didn't even put my name in the right spot. All right. So um, here's the problem: is like I didn't look up that much on hollow earth. I did. did. Okay, so I'll take over after you're done talking about <laughs> Hollow Earth. Yeah, you guys wanted to hear more of my voice. <laughs> I heard it, and I am ready to deliver. All yep. right. So Hollow Earth theory is uh, where the Earth is hollow. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome, Bobby. So basically, the Hollow Earth theory is a belief that there is another Earth inside of the Earth, and there could be multiple layers to the Earth where there are complex civilizations and species of intelligent beings mm-hmm. that inhabit these layers of our Earth. The Nazis actually thought that we... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not go throwing your beliefs into this. <laughs> You're going to hear about it. So the Nazis actually <laughs> What? <laughs> the, the Earth that we're on isn't the outermost portion. So to test it... They used lasers to try and reflect off of, like, the atmosphere and the water and all these different things to prove we're living on a concave Earth inside another Earth. They were wrong, and it didn't work, and mm-hmm. they just proved, you know, we're, we're I, on a round sphere. On and, top of, on top of that, another test they did was to spot a British warship. They aimed a telescope up, like, 45 degrees into the air mm-hmm. in hopes of seeing, like, some sort of refraction or something. Right. To see if they could see it. It's, these were, like, legit scientists. Yeah. They're like, well, I guess there's a warship right. over there. Let's point it the opposite direction. They got nothing, though. They got nothing. It seems to be, uh, maybe this is just a conspiracy put on by uh, Big Pharma, Ooh. of all people. Maybe this we are living in a concave Earth or a hollow Earth. I don't know. But from what I read and from what you read, I think we could both agree that it's a little bonkers. Yeah. Sorry, Bobby. Sorry, Bobby. So basically the inner earth to our earth, our baby earth, as you might say, we are pregnant with Agratha. Ah, which is... Ah, my beautiful daughter Agratha. Which is the name known for what is to be believed as the... Inner earth. Inner inner earth. A lot of people thought, even back Great Depression time, that the way to get inside the inner earth was through the North and South Pole. Mm-hmm. Because at that time, we hadn't explored them yet. So our thoughts were they were like these lush climates and, you know, mammoths and all these intelligent people were basically climbing out of holes in the North and South Pole <laughs> from inside the earth. Yep. And, and it was backed up by a lot of science, right? Um, How about a lot of history? Okay. So a lot of ancient cultures actually have ties to this thought of like a inner world. Right. Things like purgatory, people thought would be like the inner earth like the dead spirits and hell you know how people are kind of like dragged down to hell mm-hmm. it's thought that that was what hell is you go inside the north pole and then boom there's the devil he's been waiting for you sorry the greeks talked about hades the christians refer to hell and in judaism it's referred to as Sheol. Sheol. Something like that. If you're Jewish, I am so sorry. Yeah, it, it is kind of strange when you think about it that most, if not all, major religions have some form of have some form hell. of like yeah, in some form of place that is in the ground that is inside right. Earth. And like, why is that? Is it because we go to the dirt when we die? I'm assuming so. Um, 
I'm sure there's like some correlation to that. So kind of piggybacking off of that. Ooh. Um, He's gyrating everybody. Yeah. Ooh, can you hear it? His ass is clapping together. He probably removed the audio, but it is. It's my ass. It's I'm, clapping. Yep. I dropped it and made it clap. Ooh. <laughs> yep. All natural, baby. Ooh. So um to be fair, mm-hmm. in Bobby's request, he yes. d- he did say the people that live inside the earth. Yes. You could I mean I think maybe the obvious explanation would be what you just talked about, but right. I took it the Nazis in a completely different direction and one that I'm sure Bobby did not see coming because I am a maverick. You cannot predict my move even when you ask me to make a certain move. Ooh, are you part of low gang? Don't even talk to me. So <laughs> You know they're called Mavericks, right? Uh, yeah, but so was John McCain. He John was McCain's tre- a Maverick? John McCain and Sarah Palin in their campaign of 2008, they called themselves the Mavericks. Oh. So yeah. Let's talk about other people that live underground and people being humanoid, oh. but not necessarily human people. So superheroes. Nope. <laughs> yep, this is about all about Superman. Superman was born in the ground. Did you know that? Superman was born in purgatory. So let me just give you some quick, fun little tidbits about people that live in the ground in folklore. (gasps) I like folklore. You're a folk whore. The Native Americans, the Native Americans of Native America had much folklore, Uh, quite, quite a bit of folklore. One fraction of which is what they call, quote, the little people. Mm. Yeah. Isn't that kind of weird? Um, all like of little things, people, big world. <laughs> yep. These little people were just a couple of dwarves trying to make it, trying to raise a family off of minimum wage. It was real inspiring. I was surprised. I was like, is this really like Navajo stuff? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. And they were white too, <laughs> in the story. Uh, little people were these these little creatures that look like little men. And in certain uh, cave paintings, they're shown to have horns. So the little people uh, were little pranksters. They pulled pranks. Oh, my God. Here's what they would do. That's rude. They came up from the ground. They would live in caves, and they would dwell deep underneath the earth. They would come out during the daytime and dance and do a bunch of fun stuff, and they would start singing songs. And people would come out of their teepees and go, what's this music? And they'd follow it, and then they'd hide, and they'd keep on making the music so people would go crazy and be like, God damn it. Mm -hmm. I was really excited Ah. to get a hold of that mixtape, but it seems like the artist is nowhere to be seen. Right. So basically, they're the Paul brothers. Can you please stop? <laughs> Kaylee really wants to get to her science corner, which is all about Mavericks and Logan Paul. They're all pranks. But they're not all bad because here's what the little people also do. They love kids. Ah. Not in a Jared from Subway kind of way. So the little people, what they would do is they would take children from abusive parents, which on one side is really nice. Yeah. On the other side is still literally kidnapping. Yeah. But I think it's for a good cause. It's hard to be against it. Definitely. And so they also, they would uh, rescue lost children or children that were abandoned by their parents. So would they help them? Like once they steal these children, what do they do? Allegedly, the kids live with them. So I guess the can kid. You, can you imagine having like a father that's this short horned beast yeah, that likes well, to you, dance Yeah, Well, you don't understand. Like these are like little people. They're 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 proportional. They're not like like imps. They're like, honey, I shrunk the kids. What? Like that, like that kind of. That small? Like a little man. How, how are they kidnapping children? Well, they don't kidnap. They lure them. They're like, hey, come over here. But how do they hear them if they're so small? Well, they're not like insect size. They're probably like the size of a squirrel. So that's so weird. Mm-hmm. I would like kick it. They're magic. Well, I'm sure they wouldn't like it if you kicked it. Like, get, get away. Let's talk about gnomes, baby. Ooh. 
Gnomes also commonly live in the ground. Now, gnomes you typically associate with maybe like um, English or Scandinavian folklore, but gnomes uh, can be found from anything from German folklore to Greek folklore. To goosebumps. To goosebumps. That's where I think that was probably the the peak of gnome Mm -hmm. media. Right. Was goosebumps. Gnomes, if you don't know, guard treasure or or mines. Right. On a similar side to gnomes, you got goblins. They're the opposite. So goblins are, quote, a small, grotesque, and characteristically cruel little man creature that inhabit caves and groves, which is also my new Tinder bio. Mm-hmm. Where gnomes protect and guard treasures, goblins covet it. And You'll see goblins wearing red hats. There's actually a whole breed of goblin in, in ancient folklore called red caps. And it's goblins that traditionally kill humans and then dye their caps with the human blood. So then on top of that, you have trolls, which everybody knows trolls. Trolls live in caves and under bridges and shit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I'm just trying to speed this as a transition into my spook squad. Uh, oh, 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 a spook squad. Lay it on me. Have you ever heard of the green children of Woolpit? No. You're about to, bitch. Fuck yeah. So um, in the village of Woolpit in Suffolk, England, this happened in the 12th century during what is known as the reign of King Stephen, which is somewhere between 1135 and 1154. You know, everyone's favorite era, the 1100s. So one night, the villagers of Woolpit discovered two children, a brother and a sister, uh, beside one of the wolf pits on the edge of town. Do you know what a wolf pit is? It's a pit for wolves. That's exactly right. I know. Damn. So essentially what they would do is they would make these pits in the ground. Right. Kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. They would sometimes line them with bricks so they're nice and sturdy. Mm-hmm. And the wolves would just walk into them. Yeah. Like a bunch of idiots. Wolves are they stupid. They wouldn't yeah. even cover them up. <laughs> wolves are stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. The wolves would just like wander like an idiot and they would just go in there and maybe die or wait to be you know killed when the pr- people came so the city of or the city the village of wolf pit the name derives from literal wolf pit right because there's wolf pits all around town so one night the villagers heard a commotion one thing after another they went out to the edge of town by a wolf pit and they found a little boy and a little girl <gasps> normally you'd say cool free kids not it, a big deal right that's what the village said they collectively said it at one time i'm hungry time to eat some kids but here's the thing these kids were different. They tasted bad? Probably, but they didn't eat them, so they don't know for sure. But I'm sure they would have tasted bad. Um, so these children were different. You know why? Why? Their skin was green. Gross. They wore unfamiliar clothing. They were goblins. I don't know. <laughs> and on top of that, they spoke a language that was completely incomprehensible to anybody in the village. Ah! They spoke their own language. Ah! Yeah. Scary. So... The villagers were like, I don't know what to do with these kids. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. Let's put them in the wolf pit. Someone's like, no, let's not do that. Uh, Instead, let's go send them to live with this dude named Richard DeCalm. I was going to say Nixon for some Richard Nixon. He said, talk it to me. (laughs) I am not a wolf. (laughs) But you are a wolf, Mr. Nixon. Hashtag Watergate. Such a bad impression. Uh, I don't know if Richard DeCallan offered to take in these green children. If so, bold move on Richard DeCallan because uh, who knows what they were. First of all, they're green. Um, so they go to live at Richard DeCallan's estate. I believe he was a pretty wealthy landowner. Uh, he owned a manor six miles north of Woolpit. So when the children got there, he mm-hmm. got them their own little quarters to live in. So the kids wouldn't eat anything for several days. They refused to eat. 
Weird. Very strange. And huh. they would just whisper to each other in an unknown language. Oh, God. Super creepy. Um, but then one day, I believe they were probably just like fucking around in the house being creepy. Mm-hmm. They got into the pantry and they found raw broad beans, which is essentially like snap peas. Okay. It's like peas in a pod. Okay. But like old timey version. And they just ate them ravenously. And then slowly over time, they began to adopt a fairly normal diet. Once they started to adapt to normal diet and got comfortable in their arrangement, their skin slowly lost its green hue. But they still spoke in their foreign language. So uh, around that time, what anyone would do, they got them baptized. And um, after the baptism... So they... Let me get this straight. They baptized them after they lost their green color and not before. That's a good point. Maybe they were in the process of losing it. The baptism came after them beginning to assimilate to mm-hmm. Suffolk. Suffolk. It also makes sense. If they went into a normal diet, it means they wouldn't be eating so many green stuff, and therefore they would lose their green color. But green food doesn't make you turn green. Do you know that? Do you know that? I took nutrition. Do you want to Do you want to fight about it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it does. What? It does. I, that is not what it is. It does. It's impossible. Let me Google it real quick while you finish the story. Anyways, so um, shortly after the baptism, the boy died. He just did, wasn't cutting it. Oh, wow. He's like, fairly well, sister. I'm sick as fuck. He probably just got like a cough because back then that's all it took. I was right. Eating too much green will turn you green. Are you serious? Yes. What? Yeah. I knew Let me see it. Right. Let me see it. Look at that. Eating too much. What's the source? It's Quora is the source. Yeah, doctor says yes. Yeah, what's, what doctor says yes? It's Quora, which is just like where people come to ask questions. <laughs> so Yahoo answers. What do you mean? It's validated. <laughs> yeah, so over time, <laughs> after the boy, after that boy was buried, uh, the girl began to uh, take lessons and learn English. Picked it up pretty well. But once she started to learn English, she was finally able to communicate about where she came from. Oh, my God. Get ready for this. She explained to DeCown and the villagers of Woolpit that she and her brother had come from a place called St. Martin's Land, a subterranean world inhabited by individuals all sharing that green complexion. In this supposed place called St. Martin's Land, uh, the sun never shined and the land was in a permanent state of like a dim twilight. It's like Michigan. Yeah, pretty much. Michigan (laughs) after November. A secondary account taken of... The, the sister's story says that everything in St. Martin's Land was green as well. <gasps> so there were two people that documented this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they are both friars. Okay. If that does anything for Thank you? Thank you. Yeah, it does. Uh, one was called William and one was called Ralph. Ooh, yeah, that helps too. Is this good for you? So <laughs> um, I think it's funny that the name Ralph existed back in 1100s. That would suck to be named Ralph. Right, Ralph? I know you're listening right now. Fuck you, Ralph. Where am I? (laughs) Okay, so for the most part, Ralph and William's stories are are very similar. But uh, in a few places, they get a little bit different. Uh, According to William, the children had been herding their father's cattle in Mm -hmm. St. Martin's Land when they heard a loud noise and suddenly found themselves by the wolf pit. And William believes the noise to be the bells of what's called Bury St. Edmunds, mm-hmm. which is a church that's right nearby the wolf pits. Now, according to Ralph, the children followed the cattle into a cave, and after being guided by the sounds of bells, emerged in Woolpit. So, um, 
The girl went on to work as a servant at DeCalne's Manor, and it is said that she went on to get married and have a kid of her own. So here are some interpretations of what this might be. The first thought is probably like fairies or something. Or what if it's aliens? Oh, my God. Thanks. I just need to do that once in a while. <laughs> so many tie connection to the fairy other world, which comes from a piece of ancient English folklore depicting a extraterrestrial world inhabited by impish green alien-like creatures. So what's also worthy of noting is that in Celtic uh, belief and folklore, which, you know, is close to England, is that green, like green spirits, mm -hmm. are sinless. Author and folk singer Bob Roberts uh, stated in his 1978 book, A Slice of Suffolk, Bob Roberts said, quote, I was told there are still people in Woolpit who are descended from the green children, but nobody will tell me who they are. So they were able to reproduce with like normal people? Yeah. So additional theories question whether the children were aliens or inhabitants of a world beneath Earth. Bobby, see how this ties in? Are you happy with me? Uh, Robert Burton, an Oxford scholar, suggested in 1621, so eh, 1621, so maybe take whatever he says with a grain of salt, mm -hmm. uh, in his collection of writings that uh, the children, quote, fell from heaven. Oh, my God. Like aliens. But so they was... were like really burnt? Yeah, they're totally incinerated by the atmosphere. <laughs> by the atmosphere. Yeah, oh, very God. true. Science jokes. But that's the that's the uh, green children of Woolpit. It's a oh it's a super super trademark piece of uh, like folklore that's still celebrated today in that wow. area. Wow, that's really cool. I love hearing folklore. Folklore is the good lore. Folklore is no joke. Lore. lore. <laughs> um, I also uh, heard something kind of creepy. That's kind of sciencey. You might like. Okay. Yeah. Lay it um, on me. I, I really want to try this out, and I've, I tell me if you've tried this out before. Okay. Um, if you look into a mirror in the dark long enough, um, your brain will start to hallucinate. It's referred to as the strange face illusion, mm -hmm. and it's a consequence of a dissociative identity effect. Okay. So if you look at yourself in a mirror in a very, very dim light for a long enough time, your brain gets like bored and um, creates uh, like a separation between you and your reflection. Therefore, instead of you watching your reflection, you suddenly get the feeling that your reflection is watching you. Have you ever noticed, like, say you're having, like, a sleepover with your friends and you're talking to each other and you're kind of looking at each other, but it's too dark to really see your facial expressions, but you can still make out the face? Mm -hmm. I remember when I was a kid doing this and sometimes the faces would look like they were changing. Have you finished Tall House yet? Yes, I was going to talk to you about that. Um, I, I haven't finished it, so don't give me spoilers. Ooh, what episode are you on? I'm on episode eight. Okay, so you're getting close because there's 10 episodes. Yeah, So just, just to clarify, um, on Netflix, if you guys are in the mood for a spooky like Ooh. Halloween TV show, there's this, there's this new um, miniseries, I assume it's a miniseries, on Netflix called The Haunting of Hill House. It's based off of a Shirley Jackson book. So I think, in my opinion, like this show made me realize how little you see horror in television. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in... They do it so well, too. It's not like jump scares that a lot of movies rely on now. It's yeah. a lot of just like creepy, um, kind of like background stuff, too. Definitely. Have you, have you found it... any secret ghosts? Yeah. Yeah, it's I so creepy. I, I, I couldn't find any. And then like I watched an episode with my brother. And for some reason, like Zach has been finding every single ghost. And mm -hmm. He's like, It's so creepy. Goes, when like, you finally notice it. Yeah, he goes like, look right there. And like right in yeah. the middle, this, this scene's just going on. And there's a 
creepy ass dude hanging out in the background in the shadows. Right. Like, oh. It's like, how did I not notice? And it's literally right in but my face. But you know face. what? I think it's a really good example of like, that means that a ghost could just be around me and I would never see it. Right. If I didn't see it there, what, how would I know there's not somebody mm-hmm. watching me right now? Yeah. Just a, a quick little synopsis for people not aware of this. It's essentially about no a family. Spoilers, yeah. no, no spoilers. Yeah. It's about a family. So this family in, I want to say the, the 80s, the parents are essentially... Um, they, they're like house, house flippers. House flippers. Yeah. They buy Hill House. Uh, their owners had just recently deceased. So they decide to buy it and fix it up because it wasn't in great shape. And, and it's a big, like, beautiful mansion. It's a huge mansion. has, like, a library. And the kids, it's the husband and wife. And then there are five kids yep. of varying ages. The last two are twins. And they have a very uneasy feeling about the house and there's you know certain things that are happening to make children feel uncomfortable so essentially the show captures the kids at an age when they're at hill house being haunted being traumatized essentially right like irreversibly traumatized by what they're seeing (laughs) in this house and then we also see modern day where they're all adults and they're all suffering from what they saw in different ways to different differing degrees and it's i think in that way it's super fascinating to see how childhood trauma can affect people Right. And how families deal with, and deal with that. And it's also really interesting because at the beginning, it goes from like each episode has one person's perspective, how they ended up growing up with what happened to them and things like that. And you kind of start off with having prejudices against mm-hmm. like certain characters. And then once you get their side, they're like, oh, my God. Oh, wait, like, you're th- human. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like holy shit. Like you had it so bad. And, and there's and a I reason just, you're like this. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason why you're like this. And I totally understand now. But it's also f- kind of frustrating because you want all the other characters to know what you know, too. Right. Yeah. And they don't. So it's like I I love that because that's like a sign of good storytelling where you're like sympathetic, almost empathetic of these characters to the point yeah. where you want the other characters to understand them like you do. It's a weirdly quality show for like a horror thing. Yeah. It's easily the best horror thing I've seen. Since Goosebumps. Since Goosebumps. <laughs> but I honestly, I think it might be the best horror thing I've seen ever. It's definitely 100% up there. It's at least in, in like a long form, like that yeah. wasn't a movie. Yeah. 100%. As far as like quality and like actual scares. It's excellent. Without a whole lot of spoilers, you should watch Hill House because definitely. it's, it's great. If you if you like scary things. Yeah. You guys, yeah. if you guys like Spook Squad and stuff, if you're into the creepy stuff. Yeah. Definitely check it out, especially around this time of year. It's like perfect. Right. If you come across any children that are green, maybe just feed them don't, beans. Don't don't invite them in your house because yeah, well, it's kind of weird. Well, definitely you should. You should feed them a lot of beans. <laughs> um, we learned about the fourth state of water called tunneling. All and... those balls going up hills and the peanut butter yeah. chip, chocolate peanut, chips. Peanut butter chip, chip, chips. And we learned that Nazis were crazy for more than a few reasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, we probably don't have a, a gateway into the underworld from the North and South Pole. Probably not. If you guys want to ask us questions or give us suggestions like old Bobby did, email us at accordingtoanidiot at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at Idiots Accord. We also have an Instagram called According to an Idiot. Thank you guys and have a nice weekend. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to go stare at myself in a mirror in the dark for an hour. Bye. See ya. <laughs>